Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. It's great to have you with me for an Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show. Just a single story, just a few minutes long in case you've only got a few minutes and you want to fill those few minutes with some great storytelling. We've got a terrific story for you today. And of course, we drop a few of these Appleseed Bites each week in preparation for Thursdays. That's when we drop a full hour filled with stories for you and your family. This Thursday, join us for a terrific performance recorded right here in the Appleseed studio from Dolores Hydock the wonderful Alabama storyteller who will share a story with you called My Own Backyard, a story about leaving the nest. It's part of an hour filled with stories about leaving the nest. You won't want to miss it. In the meantime, I'm thrilled to be joined in the studio by one of our producers, Dr. Heather Bigley. Heather, it's great to have you with me. Hello. Let's talk about what we're going to hear right now. We are going to hear a retelling of David Goliath by Sid Lieberman. You know, I... Uh, love this version of this story. I, I I really do. Sid Lieberman is a wonderful storyteller. And it's a reminder to me that the storyteller sometimes kind of has this, I don't know, sacred calling to present these stories sometimes for the first time to a young audience, even though they're stories with which we are very familiar and have heard lots and lots of times as grownups, right? Yeah. When I l- listened to him tell it and I listened to how he told it, uh, it took me right back to when I first discovered this story. Yeah. And it was uh, – there were there were so many things to talk about. <laughs> uh, Sid Lieberman, of course, is the storyteller, the wonderful Chicago-area storyteller, no longer with us. But, uh, of course, a legacy of stories remains. This is a favorite. Here's Sid with David and Goliath on The Appleseed. When David was a young boy, he was a shepherd. He loved the long, lazy days in the fields with his sheep and his dog. But what he really longed to be was a soldier. You see, his brothers were fighting with King Saul. They were soldiers, and he wanted to be one too. With all of his might, he was brave enough to be a soldier. Animals would come to take his sheep, once a bear, once a lion. He killed them both. He would take sticks off trees, cut them off make swords out of them and pretend he was sword fighting and killing Philistines. He would take a sling from his pouch and put a rock in it and chase rabbits around the field as if he were driving Philistines from the field. He imagined the rewards that King Saul would give him, the gold and the jewels. Now it happened that one day his father asked him to go down to where his brothers were fighting to bring them some food. He was so excited he imagined what he would see, sword fighting, spear throwing contests, maybe wrestling matches, maybe even a battle. But when he got there, he was surprised. There was nothing. Men were just standing, staring at a fire. Others were wandering aimlessly around the camp. It was eerie. No one was making a sound. He rushed to his brothers to find out what was going on. And when he found them, one of his brothers, as he drew in the dirt with his sword, muttered, Goliath. Goliath of Goth. You see, 40 days earlier, As the sun rose across the valley, out of the Philistine camp emerged a giant, Goliath of Goth. He was nine feet tall. He was as wide as two oxen. And in the morning sun, he was dazzling, for he was covered in bronze from head to foot. Even his shield was made out of bronze. 
They say his breastplate alone weighed 130 pounds. The shaft of the spear was as large as a weaver's beam, and the tip was beaten iron. He took that spear, and he banged it against the shield, and he yelled across the valley, Israelites! Israelites! I challenge you! I am Goliath of Goth! Send a champion to fight me! Why should many die? If I lose, we will surrender. But if you lose, you will surrender. Saul! King Saul, why not you? I have heard you have killed thousands. Come and kill me, if you can. Now the Israelites were waiting for Saul to leap from the lines, cross the valley and slay the giant. But Saul was terrified. He had never seen anyone that large. And without a word, he went back into his tent. The men knew he was frightened. And they were frightened too. Not one volunteered to go fight the giant. And day after day, Goliath came out of the enemy camp and hurled curses across the valley. And this day was no different. Before David could even ask who Goliath was, he heard the banging of spear against shield. And when he looked up, there was the giant across the valley. And Goliath yelled, Israelites! Are you all dogs? Women? Come fight me. Is there not one among you who will fight me? And David said, I will. I'll fight him. His brother put his hand over his mouth to shut him up, but David knocked it away. He said, I will, I will fight him. I'm not frightened. We're the army of the living God. And he started to say something else. But he noticed all eyes were looking past him, and when he turned, there was King Saul glaring down at him. How will you fight him? You're just a boy. But David turned to Saul and he said, King, great king, I have fought a bear, a lion. I've killed them both. God has delivered me from their paws. He will deliver me from the giant. It wasn't the words, but the look in his eye that moved Saul. He could see a holy fire there. He knew that God was with the boy. He put his helmet upon David's head. He put his armor upon David. He gave David a sword. He said, use this. It has killed many Philistines. And David turned to go into the field, but he stopped and turned back and laughed. And he handed the sword back to the king and took off the armor. He said, I can't use those. I must go as the boy I am, as a shepherd. And I will slay the giant with these. And he pulled a sling from his pouch and a few rocks. When Goliath saw him coming, he was angry. What am I, a dog? A dog that they send a boy after me? Boy, I will rip your head from your body and I will feed your flesh to the vultures and the jackals. Come, boy. And David looked at him and he said, Goliath, even though I wear no sword, I will cut your head from your body. I will use your sword, and then I will feed your flesh to the vultures and the jackals. And Goliath said, come, then come. 
Come, boy, come, meet your death. And David did come, but he didn't go straight. He darted. He skipped from rock to rock. The giant staggered after him. He couldn't keep up. He kept yelling, fight, fight, bug. Where are you? Fight. And finally, David stepped out from behind a huge boulder and said, now you fight. You come and meet your death, Goliath. He took a rock and he put it in his sling and he began to whirl it over his head. The giant began to lumber towards him. His feet pounded the ground, the valley shook, but David just stood there and whirled that rock around and around faster and faster and faster as the giant rushed towards him. And when finally he was in range, he let go the rock and it flew like an arrow straight and fast and hit that giant right between the eyes for a second. You could read bewilderment on his face. And then he toppled like a tree that had been cut. David rushed to him. He took the sword out of his hand. He chopped his head off. And he raised that head toward the Israelite lines. When they saw David holding Goliath's head, the troops gave a cry to heaven. They knew that God was indeed with David and with them. And that day they attacked the Philistines and they drove the Philistines from the field to the very gates of Gath and Ekron. That day they were victorious. And that wondrous victory happened all because of a boy, his sling, and his belief in the Lord. David and Goliath, a story shared with you by the wonderful storyteller Sid Lieberman. I've been enjoying it not only with you, but also with Heather Bigley, one of our producers. Heather, I love that performance. It is. I I am taken back when he talks about that young David and he's out, you know, playing with the stick and pretending that he's, you know, I just see that boy. I actually, who I see is my nephew, Jack, mm. who was at one time very young and always carried a stick just in case. Um, you have just described every boy in America. Yeah. <laughs> he is an all-American boy, that kid. Um, but I also think of his mother uh, when we were very young and we loved chips. Did you ever watch Chips? The TV show Chips? Listen, I'm glad you got to the theme song first because I was going to get there. <laughs> and I can remember my brother corralling all of us and like, we're going to go play Chips. And we would play Chips and I would watch my sister pose yeah. with her fingers as guns and then pose somewhere else with her fingers <laughs> as guns. And I would think she is so cool because yeah. I could never think of that. <laughs> but she I mean the whole idea is that like she was hearing this story as it were about what it meant to be an adult and what it sure. meant to be have an adventure. Yeah. And there is that boy David knowing that adventures are happening and he doesn't get to participate. Yeah. And yeah. just wishing. 
I, it, there, there is a moment in that story that I love, and I've talked about it on the show before, but it, it's the moment when Sid Lieberman just sort of says at the end of the story, he says, and it, it, it's where he mentions David cutting off, off Goliath's head. And in the audience, you hear a tiny little voice, this tiny little intake of breath. This little boy, this little kid goes, <gasps> right. and you realize that that kid is meeting this story for the first time. You know, we we get a little bit jaded about some of these stories that are very, very uh, common, very, very well known, that are such a part of the fabric of of our storytelling lives. You know, I heard last night somebody tell the story of the three little pigs, and I thought. Oh, the three little pigs. Good heavens. Who in the audience hasn't heard this story 500,000 times, you know? And the answer to that question is some people in the audience haven't heard this story 500,000 times. Some of them are just meeting it now. And when we pick up a story like that to introduce it to somebody for the first time, that, again, there's something that feels sacred about that to me. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I first saw this story in the comic book Bible that my family bought me. And I just had that vision of David in the armor that's too big hanging off of him and um, how that story kind of imprinted itself on me, that that image of sometimes things don't fit for you, but that doesn't mean you can't go slay the giants in the land. Right. Yeah. Well, David and Goliath from Sid Lieberman. A pleasure to chat about the story with Heather Bigley. Heather, thanks for joining me. Thank you so much. And of course, join us on Thursday for the wonderful Dolores Hydock, recorded live in the Appleseed studio with a story called My Own Backyard, a part of an episode filled with stories about leaving the nest. I'm Sam Payne. Can't wait to be with you again on the Appleseed. Thanks for joining us. For a bite! Brought to you by the Appleseed.